Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Things I've Learned Along the Way, the podcast. Today, I have one of my nearest and dearest friends, the amazing artist, Hovi, and I can't wait to share with you our conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I am so excited to have you here and to be able to share your amazing message with the world. So go ahead and introduce yourself, please. Hi, my name is Hovi. I am an artist. I make music for both film and the dance floor. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, a businessman, and a mammal from this universe. I love it. So I think that was five things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think that was five things. What is something that motivates you in general? Like what motivates you and what have your recent inspirations been? Okay. Something that motivates me is definitely seeing people do what they love. It inspires me in a sense where I can utilize that to fuel my own creative energy. I love that. And you are one of my biggest inspirations whenever it comes to creating and one of the biggest catalysts in my creative, I guess, career. I've always been an artist and a creator, but I think you're one of those people that has pushed me through me seeing all of your amazing accomplishments. I always get inspired and you're always there with really cool advice and I can always shoot you a question about anything, be it tech-wise, sound-wise, creative process-wise, and any ideas that I'm conceptualizing. I always love to bring them to you. And we actually met in school, not college, not high school, (laughs) (laughs) middle school, a billion years ago. I think we've both seen each other develop into such interesting and creative people and beings. Yeah, we've evolved in so many different ways, not just as artists, but also as people. And we inspire, we educate, and we entertain. And we're here doing it still Mm -hmm. 15 years later. (laughs) That's insane. Oh, my God. Based off of, like, if we're keeping it 100% real, what are your favorite things to do? Like, what motivates you that you don't really show social media or everything is so curated nowadays? What inspires you that not many people know about? I feel like the little things and when when I said other things inspire me, I mean, not just humans, but also animals and just things in general, just really taking in the moment and realizing what's around me. So the other day, for example, I was laying outside my house, my, my backyard, and I decided to look at the floor, the ground, and there was a bunch of ants and they were all working together in their own little, you know, they're all, they were all little spiritual beings. they all had their own agenda. And I just thought it was so fascinating that they they're just little little ants and we don't really look at them like that, but we're also the same and just in a different form. And I was so inspired because they were all working together to like accomplish. I don't know. I guess they were bringing some food to the queen or whatever. <laughs> that might be bees, but they were all kind of bringing so food ants. to somebody. <laughs> yeah. So they were all bringing food to somebody and they were all working together and like, just reminded, reminded me of us and, you know, they were probably stressing out 
but from my perspective it their problems are so minuscule because they're so minuscule so it was like I just thought it was just so interesting seeing that and to anybody else that might be seeing me looking at these ants might be like what what is this guy doing but I got inspiration from that and I think that like building and we all need each other in a way and I I think where where we are now is the ego gets in the way and we all kind of are working against each other very competitive and it's like we all have our our place here and we should own it and learn to love each other and work with each other instead of working against each other Mm -hmm. very true i i love that because i was i was just telling my husband the other day i was looking at the cats and i was like you imagine if somebody just came and like picked me up and started like (laughs) (laughs) shaking me around and telling me how cute I am how annoyed I'd be (laughs) and it's like to some to whatever being is up there in the universe to whatever energy is keeping us in this 3d confinement whatever is keeping us here our problems probably seem like nothing and I think that was a really beautiful reflection about at the end of the day we are but specks in the universe like yeah we're nothing. Um, like and especially I when you're in um when you're whenever you go take a flight and you're about to land and you see how little these little houses are and everything, <laughs> it's just like our problems are so little, you know. Yes, that is so true. Um, I'm like, why are those little ass Legos? Oh, that's shit, what it feels that's, like. That's a whole ass football field. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people practice compassion. It's something that I actively have to like be thinking about is a constant force that I try to carry my life so that I can be present and not let those minuscule problems that I'm having that day or the weather or rain or something be a factor as to how I treat people and all of those things. That's really cool. What is, what is the side of you that you don't show social media? Like what's the real you? I think that's very hard to say because there's so many sides, you know, there I'm still, and I'm still figuring that out. And I think that's something I'm never not going to be figuring out. So for me, that's very hard to try to say, you know, because it's like social media is just one, one persona. There's so many layers and it's really hard for me to, you know, I think you have to be a, you have to be a witness to my life to really know me and I don't even know me. So <laughs> <laughs> so good luck trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, but in a sense, I guess social media, I just kind of portray Hovey as an artist and just my work. And, and usually I incorporate music and fashion and film and, you know, art in general. But the real me is just goofy. And I just try not to take things so seriously because in the end, they're not that serious. Mm-hmm. and for all i know i could be this is part of a matrix right now i'm you know <laughs> they might shut me down in a couple hours so i'm just trying to enjoy it and uh it's not always easy but it's uh it's definitely every little thing has made sense to this point mm-hmm. i really really like that and i think that is so true i loved that you said being a witness to my life is kind of the best way to know and Unfortunately, we're living in the 2D nowadays because not many people are interacting in person or face-to-face as much. And when you get used to working from home, you also get used to not interacting with people as much. So you kind of lose the fucks given filter 
And I feel like the real unadulterated self comes through a lot more. And I think bringing compassion back into that helps the human connection. But as a society, it would be so helpful if we could engage more, even if it's 2D, just engage real and not just assume that because someone's social media is all art and aesthetic, that they're not a real human being who would love to chat. Like there's this concept of like being thirsty if you DM someone, but I think there's nothing wrong with DMing someone and giving them a genuine compliment like, hey, I love your art. I love what you're doing. I find it so inspirational. And yeah. a lot of independent artists don't get that, you know? <laughs> it's not that you're seeking it, but it, like everyone loves to know how their music is being received or how their art is being received, you know? And it, it's not yeah. so curated and that's really what I wanted to accomplish with this show it's like just because my social media looks this way doesn't mean I am this way doesn't mean I don't have real everyday life experiences doesn't mean I don't go through the same trials and tribulations as you just because I don't have the same career field as you doesn't mean I'm not human first I'm not a mammal for it you know exactly. so I thought that was a really really cool response yeah, I mean, there's so many layers. There's just too many that we're still uncovering every day. And that's something that you can't get on social media. You know, that's only one layer that you're seeing. And it might not even be the real me. It might just mm -hmm. be somebody I made up. <laughs> I think that you just got to take it like a grain of salt. And just whenever you meet somebody either on social media or in person, just realize that they're on their journey at that moment. You can't define them because of that. And you can't define them in general. Just leave it blank. Mm -hmm. But people see somebody's Instagram and then they'll be like, oh, like they kind of they feel like they already know them. And it's like, no, there's so many sides to that person that, oh you know, or if somebody's mean to you, maybe they're just having a rough day. And, you know, how how does that not? I'm sure one day you were mean to somebody, you know, so it's but that doesn't make them an asshole. It's just mm -hmm. that's where they are at that point at that second. And there's so many different sides of people. So you can't always be like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. He's going through some shit. Mm -hmm. Compassion he, he wasn't first. Always, exactly. And he wasn't always like that. So you mm -hmm. got to look past that. Yeah. And <laughs> you said peel layers off. There's also layers you could put on, honey. There's so many facets of myself that I've discovered recently that I'm like, oh my God, how many more layers are there? <laughs> so anyway, that was a tangent, but I loved it. I'm here for it. Okay, back to the real jam though. Let's get into like adulting. Yeah. All right, so if and when you set goals because everyone has their own creative process. How does that process work? What does it look like? How do you follow through with your goals? And how do you maintain a balance between your work and your life? That's a great question. And lately, I've been trying to prioritize what's really important for me. And whatever I'm doing, like knowing like what I should be doing in that moment. And sometimes we get caught up with oh, I should be doing this for work or I should be doing this favor for this person and that. But lately I've been telling myself more, what do I want to do? What is, how is this going to help me? 
how is this going to help me get closer to my goals and drop everything and do that because time is ticking and we don't have a lot of time here. So I want to make it count. Mm-hmm. It's not easy because, you know, we have as an artist, we're also think figuring other ways to make money and do things, which is, you know, the struggle. <laughs> Hallelujah. But- Hallelujah. And you can't always just drop things and do that. But just knowing what is important to you and sticking with it. I love that. It's it's yeah. like triaging. And you said prioritization. It's it's super essential because, as you said, as creatives, as artists, as entrepreneurs, as business people, everyone has a side interest aside from their work. And trying to find time to balance that, it's super important that you think through what's really important to me. Is it this favor that I feel obligated to do? Or how is this going to lead to the best version of me that I can be? Yeah. Sometimes the favor is something you really don't want to do, but it's for the greater good, you know? So it's all about balance. Sometimes you have to make those sacrifices and that's like the hard part. It's like parenting yourself. Yeah. Like, all and right, I- honey, now we actually got to do the and work. I felt- I felt like for a long time doing more was the right thing to do. But now I'm realizing doing less is the right thing to do and doing less, but actually doing it right. When you do so many things, you don't take the time to really do them well. But when you do less things and instead of having 10 goals, have two and really nail those out right instead of trying to do all 10 of them at once and you won't get all of them done. (laughs) Why are you coming from my whole life? <laughs> you know. But really, I, f- I feel the exact same way. It takes I- time to really, like, you'll get those 10 done, but focus on those two first. And then once you got those, then go to the next. But don't try to do them all at once because you're just going to half-ass everything. And then it's just not going to come out right. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I am extremely impatient in my creation process because I... I'm very spontaneous with my creation and it comes in spurts. Yeah. So I've tried to make sure that I document when I have these spurts so that when I'm not feeling creative, I can actually sit down and edit and make sure I cut through all of the crap that really wasn't that great. But because I was on such a like creative high, I was Mm -hmm. like, this is perfect. I want to release it tomorrow. And then, <laughs> and then I look back on it and I'm like, oh God, what did I do? I think that's, that's really cool that you said prioritizing all of those goals that you have and sifting through and picking a few at a time. And once those are complete and you've given it all you had, then moving on to the, the, on yeah. to the next one. But don't overwhelm yourself because mm-hmm. I have been there and you end up burning yourself out and you end up being frustrated. You compromise your happiness, you compromise your art and nothing works out at the end. So that's why it's like you only have such certain amount of time. So like I said, make it count. Mm-hmm. All right. I love it when you tie that back to how limited we are with time. And a lot of people overestimate their youth. They're like, oh my God, I'm 26 right now. I have forever. And it's not, trying to put like an unrealistic expectation or trying to set a time-based goal, right? Like by the time I'm 30, I will accomplish this. That's basically toxic positivity and I'm not here for it. 
What I really loved about what you said is just really focusing on doing what you love and what serves you and spending that time wisely and giving something everything you've got instead of half-assing, which is something everyone has been guilty of at some point. You take on too much, you try to people please, you try to please the inner voice in your head that, you know, that workhorse that's trying to drive you to do a billion things at once and really stilling yourself and finding doing less of everything and more of what you love is super essential. Definitely. If you could tell your younger self one sentence to guide them for the future, what would it be? One sentence. Okay. (laughs) Keep doing what you love. I love that. Yeah. Do you think they'd listen? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I felt like I've always, I think it was the way I was raised. It was always, that was engraved in me. Mm -hmm. So I think that's always been just something I always, whenever I'm, put in a situation where I don't want to do something or go where I'm like doing a shitty job or a gig or something. I'm just like, why am I wasting my time? Go do what you love. I love that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ignore my cat in the back friends. Apologies in advance. (laughs) He's making a little debut. (laughs) He's also an artist. He's frustrated artist that he can't come (laughs) in the room, but he's an artist. Anywho, so yeah, a lot of us were like, I don't know if my younger self would listen to me. They just think I'm some crazy old lady. (laughs) That's true. I mean, based on what I said, I think like most people don't do what they love and they do what they are told to do Mm -hmm. because it's the right thing. And only you know your path. Nobody else does. But a lot of times people have to do stuff for money or because their family wants them to choose this career. But that's just lying to yourself and that won't get you far Mm -hmm. until you realize that, you know, life is short and I have to do what I love. Mm -hmm. And that isn't to like blame anyone for not listening to themselves because I've been guilty of it. I'm pretty sure at some point everyone has fallen. Yeah. uh, Especially those low moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially in the low moments. That's when you. Yeah. When you're more susceptible. Yeah, Yeah, you're more susceptible to people's opinions of what you do and what they think of you. Um, And everyone's fallen into that trap of what other people want for me instead of what I want for myself. And at the end of the day, you may not feel like you know right now, and you don't have to know. But if it's not making happy, it's not saying drop your job and go homeless. It's not saying drop your job right now, quit go try and start your business with no information about how businesses work or anything. That is not the plan. What the mm-hmm. plan is, is when you realize what's up, start start your planning, right? What yeah. do I need to do to get out of this situation? Like what options, what is that calling I have that I've always felt it and I may have ignored it or it was shushed or quieted? Or what is just, something or I wanted- never put- the I'm sorry to cut you off, but very good. you brought up a very good point about like self-talk and people always cut themselves short. Like, oh, I'm, I don't have the money to do it. Oh, like I have this dream, but like it's too far fetched mm-hmm. by them doing that. That's what becomes a reality. The mm-hmm. way people talk to themselves is the world that you create for yourself. So once you are aligned in your mind, 
then that world will, will create itself. Once you said, I will be living off my art, then the world around you will make that happen in a way or another. Not overnight, but... And now it's my turn to hop in. Yeah. It, let's emphasize not overnight. And this is another reason, like it was one of the main catalysts that I wanted to start this podcast because social media is a lie, okay? It's a lie. Um, all you see on Instagram is, oh, signing the deed to my new home. Yeah. Got the key to the car. Look at my home studio. Uh, and it's always just a highlight reel of your wins. And that's not real. It yeah. may be for some people, but it's just not real life. It's and just there's nothing wrong. Boost, huh? It's just a way to boost your ego. Yeah, That's it's good. a way to There's boost your you. ego. It's that serotonin uh, or whatever the endorphin that happens. Oh, God, I just had a brain fart right now. But there's the oxytocin release when you when you get that little buzz from someone giving you a notification on your post. But in, the, in reality, not everyone has made this success overnight. Not everyone knew what the hell they wanted to do with their life. They may have had an inkling. Some people aren't very in tune with their intuition, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So if you have something that you feel like you're interested in, start small. I think that's something that somehow along the lines got lost in society. You know, like start small. There's nothing wrong with having a goal and making 10 bullet points that you want to check off to, to get to that goal. So like you want to change your career, you don't want to be in your current career field, fine. Do some research. Like Google's free, sis. Like go That's on Google true. and find career fields that interest you and opportunities to volunteer and do it. So you're not risking your whole life and and that's another thing that's pushed a lot on social media. Oh, you're working for the man and you don't own your own business, you know. Unfortunately, not everyone is in the position to be able yeah. to just drop everything they're doing. And who knows, that may be the stepping stone into them being able to accomplish their goals. And by someone working an hourly job or working salary in an office, that may be a stepping stone to someone else having a career. You know, so I think the universe all works and fits together perfectly. And like you said, if you align yourself and you put yourself in the right mindset, it's not going to magically fix everything. And it may take some time, but things usually come together. Things come together. Yeah. I mean, and why do you think uh, millionaires only hang out with millionaires? Because of the mindset. Mm -hmm. it's, there's nothing else to it. It's because they need to surround themselves with people who think like them for them to remain like that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, for example, that won the lottery and they get a lot of money later on that money might not last them a long time because they just never had that mindset once you master your mind then the world is yours it's how you talk to yourself and i feel like a lot of people don't talk to themselves right and we are conditioned not to and i think social media also makes us compare our lives with other people and that also doesn't help because for somebody that just wants to start doing something and they look at somebody that's really good at it, they'll be like, I'll never own up to that. But it really isn't about that because in a sense, yeah, you're right. You'll never own up to that, but you will own up to the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm. 
And that's why I don't like social media in that sense. There are a lot of good parts about it, but that we're just, it's just the way our minds work. And if we see somebody doing something that we like, we want, you know, we want to be like them. But in reality, it's like, you have to find your own voice. And once you do that, then you don't have to compare yourself to anyone. Mm -hmm. And I do want to mention that there are so many social, economical, (laughs) generational wealth gap issues that also affect why a, a large or a vast majority of those lottery winners or large money sum winners don't know how to maintain it. There are many other reasons and factors that yeah. go into it other than mindset. But that is one of the one of the main perspectives. If, or if even you... celebrities too, people who become celebrities overnight, they go and blow a bunch of money and they don't know how to, you know, they don't have that mindset because they didn't come from that. And then therefore they always end up in bad places for the most part. It ties, oh my God, it ties into generational wealth. And uh, that's a deep, deep conversation for another day. And when I have you back on my show, (laughs) look at me manifesting the future. (laughs) Season two. (laughs) But that's something I would love to dive into with you because we've both experienced it. Yeah. Very, very, it's a very common thing that we've experienced. So I would love to talk about that with you a little deeper at a later date. But I want to thank you for being so candid and sharing your truth with me because it isn't easy to be your unadulterated self and just speak your truth to unknown listeners and I am constantly and continuously inspired by you and you have taught me so much and I love you like my brother so with that being said from all the things you've learned along the way on this journey through life yeah please leave us with some breadcrumbs for the trail for your future self and anyone listening Mm-hmm. How can we find our way back home when and if we feel lost? I love that question. It's something that you should always ask yourself whenever you are lost. For a long time, I always felt like home was an object, a thing, but it's not. It's being around the people you love, being around those people who ground you, who uplift your spirit, surrounding yourself with them, and always knowing that home is where the heart is i think that's the most important do things that remind you of home but home is never a final place or anything like that because we're everything is temporary but the Mm -hmm. connections you have with people and the things that you can't put a price on those are the things that define home i cannot with you (laughs) that is amazing i love that and i know it sounds cliche to listeners right oh yeah home is where the heart is But when you think about how deep that is, and there's a reason every cliche like that, there are some cliches that I'm not a fan of, but (laughs) that means so many different things. It's literally about the energy that, that makes you vibrate and, and makes you feel the most like yourself and the thought and the concept of what self is, what you are, who you are, can constantly be evolving. But there are those little tiny building blocks sometimes that 
make you feel like yourself again. To one person, it could be a cup of their favorite tea. To another person, it could be a, a certain smell. Like, l- give me some lemongrass essential oil and I'm slapped back into <laughs> me, you know? There are, it, it could be something so minuscule that a lot of times people always want it to be this big thing that'll ground them. Well, if I, if I'm not in the city that I, let's, let's think small. Let's think small. Cause sometimes that's not possible. It's all and, perception. Huh? It's all perception at the end of the day. It really is. Do you mind if I ask you to share a little bit about during the pandemic, the experience you had having to move? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm throwing you like totally <laughs> out the blue here. But I think I don't want to like speak for you, but I think I remember us having a conversation like, yeah, it was really hard to drop everything and go. And you were able to take a really crummy situation and flip it around. And I feel like music is probably a home for you. And that would be one of the catalysts of our conversation. Like you'd kind of feel yourself going to a negative place and you'd be like, but I'm working on this new project and... I'm really excited about it. So could you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So once the pandemic started, I was living in New York City in Queens. And it was getting worse and worse in Queens, especially it was like the epicenter of this virus. And during the time, I had no idea the magnitude of it. I thought it was going to be way much worse than what it actually was. I mean, it was it was pretty bad, but it was so new to everyone. And there was so much fear installed in us. And I was taking every bit of it. So luckily, I was able to move out to my partner's parents' house, and they lived a little bit off off the city. I remember just packing all my things and just like knowing that this might be the last time I'm coming here. And that was quite scary, but I definitely brought a lot of music gear (laughs) (laughs) because that stuff makes me feel at home. And I told myself, hey, like if I'm going to be locked away somewhere, like I'm just going to create because you never know when your last moment is here. I have to leave something behind for somebody. And so that always keeps me grounded, knowing that I'm physically not always going to be here. But if I can leave something on for other people to to remember me for, then I've done something, you know, and that's that's what I've been trying to do every time I I'm doing something that I don't want to or anything. That's how I prioritize like that's how I always tell myself, am I going to be able to leave a legacy through this or this is completely wasting my time right now? I love that. Thank you for sharing. I know that was totally improvised. So I appreciate you going <laughs> with, the, with the punches. Yeah. And this is your time to shout out any social media, any music. And where can we find you? So you can find my one persona, Hovi, on <laughs> social media at Hovi underscore and uh, feel free to reach out i'm always willing to make friends anywhere anytime i'm not those people that you know gets dm'd and i ignore them because (laughs) everyone should be i mean uh, at least i'm not at that level yet but even if i (laughs) even if i was i I don't try to you shouldn't ignore people unless they're not bringing anything positive to your life yeah or you're not really managing your social media anymore. Yeah, I don't have social media on my phone. And it's made me a lot happier. And I'm spending a lot less time on it. And uh, I love that. Where yeah. where can we find your music? On Spotify or all the major platforms um, under Hovi. But I do have a lot of unreleased stuff. And I do throw a lot of events. And a lot of the times you will see that stuff there. 
And I try not to record too much of the events and everything because I want it to be very in the moment. Um, so whenever you do come to my events, you'll get to hear something different each time. And it's unique and it's just special. And it's something that you'll take with you for the rest of your life. I love it. I love you. Thank you so much for being on the show. And remember everything and all is well in the world as long as you keep it safe and sacred within your heart mind and soul peace love and light to you all thank you for listening thank you bye if you enjoyed this episode of things i've learned along the way the podcast please be sure to leave us a rating it really does mean the world Thank you so much and keep listening. Bye.